Welcome to the Classic Car Corner podcast. We are glad you can join us here this evening. We have a great guest to share with you, but first, a word from our sponsor. Today's podcast is sponsored by Springdale Automotive, the next generation in car care. Locally owned, professionally operated, whatever you drive, we service. Domestic, Euro, hybrid, electric, classics, diesel. Springdale's classic car services include maintenance, repair, and diagnostics. With five convenient neighborhood locations, how can Springdale be of service? I'm Jason Painter, and co-hosting today is John Lockhart and Eric Benzel, and today we welcome Mr. Bill Rankin, who owns an immaculate 1956 Chevy Nomad wagon. Bill is going to tell us about his wagon, what he's done to it, and some great stories as owner. So, Bill, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Oh, you are quite welcome. It's a delight to be able to talk with you about your ride here this evening. So, uh, talk talk to us about how did you acquire this Nomad? Uh, i give you a little story about it. Uh, I was at the Street Rod Nationals, and uh, a buddy of mine I, I actually became friends with had a 56 Nomad. Mm-hmm. I tried to buy it from him. He wouldn't sell it. It was his, you know. But uh, while he was there, his wife got real interested in a truck that I had built, a mm-hmm. 53 Ford truck. Mm-hmm. And she was looking for a truck. So I tried to encourage her to get in it, drive it around, buy that car <laughs> right. so I could buy his. Mm-hmm. Well, there was no part of that. So... Anyways, I ended up selling it there at the Street Rod Nationals. The next weekend, we went to the Tri-5 show in Bowling Green. And sure enough, there was a 56 Nomad there. It was stripped down, uh, bare metal. I mean, it wasn't painted or anything. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's like, should I get it? Should I not? You know, and people were looking at it, tire kicking and all that. My (laughs) wife, uh, she goes, you're never going to find one like that again. You need to go get it. (laughs) And so, you know, it. Lo and behold, I did. I got it, you know, and here I am with this guy, you know, stranger, Bowling mm-hmm. Green. Mm-hmm. I'm telling him, I says, look, this is a lot of money. <laughs> right. You know, I'm putting out some cash, and I says, you need to make sure you deliver, because he was delivering it to Louisville here where I live in Fern Creek. And I said, you need to make sure. And I, of course, took pictures of him, his vehicles, and all that. But it it, it all turned out really, really good. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I got to tell you, you know, of course, my name's Bill Rankin. <clears throat> I get that car home. There's all kinds of boxes and paperwork in there, some little whatnot stuff, new new uh, rubber seals and that. And and the guy, he lived on Rankin Boulevard. Oh, ah, nice. It was meant Could to you, be. I mean, it was like, <laughs> I showed that to my Fate. wife. We're like, oh, my, it's an old one. Yeah, it's an old <laughs> one. That's exactly and, right. And, meant to and, be. Right. It was, and it was really good. And, and of course, uh, you know, people were thinking, well, that's a 10-year project. I go, I, I don't know who you're talking to because <laughs> <laughs> I've never done, any, you know, well, the next day I'm ripping it apart, taking that frame off, you know. I get it all sandblasted. Um, <clears throat> and, uh, uh, of course, I didn't do the paint or the interior. Okay. Uh, but the uh, everything else on it, I did uh, I did myself. I, I mm-hmm. did some of the metal work. You know, I put in a new floor pan. It's, mm-hmm. it's had a lot of stuff replaced on it. But every nut and bolt I put on that car, it was... Uh, How long did it take from purchase uh, to... Where it sits now? Uh, three years. Three well, years. That's pretty good. I mean, that's a lot of... Now, did you already have a plan for what you wanted it to look like, or did that evolve as you were getting into it? Um, well, I, you know, I'd always done the gasoline engines, you know, with carburation and stuff, and I thought, I need to get into the LS engines. I've never been, you know, been there, done that, so... Mm-hmm. 
you know, like anything, you do a lot of research. And uh, I, f I found one online, or I actually went to a swap meet. One of my buddies was telling me about there was a brand new one a guy had in a crate engine, had a crate engine for it. You know, I went and seen him, made him an offer, and I got that engine. Of course, did the plug and play uh, GM, it's called Connecting Cruise Package, and uh, put that all together, wired it in, uh, and then, of course, wired the whole car and all that, you know. Spent a, about a year and a half in the body shop waiting on, uh, I would call it body shop jail, you know. Uh, <laughs> but 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 really, it's just, and, and that's a whole nother story. I actually uh, became, have a really good relationship and made a really good friend there at that body shop, Greg Allen at Allen's Body and Paint in Mount Washington. But mm -hmm. super, super guy. You couldn't ask for a better a better job, actually, that he did. It was come out outstanding was that ls3 easy to put in yes yes it is there's all kinds of kits out there for those tri-5 cars you know that anybody that can turn a wrench and can read a little bit you and have a have a wheel you can go after that and That's do right. that you right. know it's right. not not that not that big a deal wow. <laughs> i mean you have to have a little aptitude i guess mm -hmm. to go with that and drive but yeah yeah it was it was pretty good it was it was a little bit of a learning experience mm -hmm. sure. but sure Man, that thing runs good. Is it, that the uh, first time you've done a frame-off restoration? Uh, no. The, I okay. did a 53 Ford truck with a frame-off as well. Uh, and uh, I'm doing another one right now, a 55 Chevy second series truck for my wife. She, it's going to have an LS. It, well, it's already got, it's got the LS in it as well, but it's not quite as far along. I'm still probably another year, year and a half fit to finish it up. All right. But it's going to be it's going to be hot rotted out pretty well. Nice. Oh, so great. tell us a little bit about what all you've done to this 56 Nomad. Okay. <laughs> I mean I know it, it I mean everything's when you been re-chromed. Yeah, everything I stripped everything down, had everything re-chromed. Uh, all the stainless has been repolished. Uh you know, I searched out there for every chrome nut and bolt i could find to put mm -hmm. in it um, now are these local presences that that you're able to get the re-chrome done or do you actually send the bumpers out to uh, wherever actually actually there's a place out in uh, uh cuba missouri uh okay and uh, there's guys out there highlight plating they did they did the chrome okay. for me gotcha and then of course i did custom bumpers i had those welded up and got rid of the bumper guard so i got a I little got more um contemporary look i guess yep. if you would mm -hmm. uh and then uh Shane Lyle, if you know, uh, sewn tight uh, interior. He did all the leather interior. Okay. Did a fabulous, fabulous job. I remember just, seeing the car, and yes, it is. It, it, it's a, right. the, mm -hmm. the interior's next to none, you know, and it's mm -hmm. a, That's and a course, fact. like I said, you got, and then I put all the electronic gauges, uh, Dakota digital gauges in it. Uh, okay. Uh, Flaming River steering column. Uh, right. Uh, and, then, <laughs> and then there's a, a guy out in uh Let's see, uh, uh, Greenville, South Carolina. Mm -hmm. He he helped me out a lot with aftermarket parts, you know, the, the reproduction parts and stuff. He's a super, super fellow. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of his name. <laughs> Phil and Jeanette Webb is their name. They okay. they run that, in, that sh shop out there, and uh, I bought a lot of parts from him. You know, gotcha. Even with parts. all the aftermarket parts and, and the, the dash and things like that, it still looks... Like a phenomenal, like an original nomad from yeah. the outside. From the outside, I uh, tried when to you keep get it into it, yeah. and but when you think, you know, obviously there's purists out there that want everything. Sure, but uh, right. this yeah. would be my dream car. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, no wonderful. question about it. I saw this car at uh, the St. Francis in the Fields mm -hmm. Car Show right. from 
a half a mile across the fields and my <laughs> wife and I were walking around and, and when I walked up and, and saw Bill's car, I was just in awe. Uh, and my wife and I spent 15, 20 minutes talking to, to you and your wife and you were telling me a bit about this car and I'm like, we got to get him on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And you know, the more I looked at the car it's just the more, uh, in awe I became, uh, there's only one way I could describe this car. It's just, awesome yeah and if it was my car i'd have two license plates one for the front and one for the back okay and the one on the front would say (laughs) badass okay all right and the one on the back would say kick ass (laughs) there you go because that's the only way to describe this car it is a phenomenal car Mm -hmm. and i was very lucky uh to see it and i'm very happy you're here describing it well i appreciate you having me like i said i'm very lucky to be able to to be able to do what i do and have the uh, toys that I've got. They're just, it's a lot, a lot of fun, you know. Did you grow up in a mechanical yeah. field? I mean, did you work in a uh, garage or <laughs> was your dad a mechanic or was there well, any, <laughs> any influence that yeah. kind of drove you to what you do now with cars? Uh, yeah, probably my first set of Hot Wheels. All right. <laughs> you know, As I love those little cars. That's a we all. Right? You know, I love the little Hot Wheels. I'd watch, uh, you know, my dad would holler, says, he'd holler at me, says, you know, come in here, hurry, hurry. There's there's a drag race on TV or a car race, you know, the, the old NASCAR stuff. And I just watched that stuff. And my dad worked in a gas station, Texaco gas station for years. And, and of course, he worked on cars, and I'd help him. Uh, and my older brother, uh, Dwight Rankin, he worked on cars and was into racing cars and all that okay. stuff. And I'd help him, you know. And so you grew. I grew up around it. And, and of course, as you get older, you kind of get away from that and, and – uh, get buried, have kids, and then all of a sudden it's like, okay, i got to get back to the <laughs> root to your roots, right. you know, and that's just – so I did get away from it a little bit, but it's in me, and I, I can't get it out. Oh, <laughs> you yeah. know, I'll yeah. be in a wheelchair working on those cars someday. And, hey. But, hey, I'm, that's that's the way I want to go. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's awesome. well, well, being at car shows and, you know, obviously you've been to a ton. Jason's been to a ton. I've been to some. Eric, you know, we've all been there, and you see all different levels of – restorations you know you see the the weekend guy that took five years to get his 69 camaro up and you know super proud of it it looks fantastic uh but you know when you see your that 56 nomad there is nothing not touched nothing not pile i mean every screw head Mm -hmm. if you probably torqued it down too much and it put a burr on that stainless steel screw you probably took it back out and put a brand new screw Mm -hmm. in there it's that perfect yeah, I appreciate that. I, sp- I did spend a lot of time doing it, watching, you know, t- not scratching paint and doing mm-hmm. all that. And it just, it takes an extra two or three pairs of hands sometimes, bolting bumpers mm-hmm. on and all that. And, you know, it's okay to scratch your hand. Just don't scratch the paint. <laughs> <laughs> right? You know, it's just silly You can stuff. stitch your hand up. Yeah. You can't redo yeah, this. Yeah, that's right. right. <laughs> and, and don't bleed on the paint. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now, we, John was talking about, you know, we talk about aftermarket parts. But I think the big part of the creativity that you have when you're doing the build of that interior especially with the different gauges and the steering and how that whole interior look it, that takes that that extra that mindset of i mean you're probably looking at different things different options and going "Ooh, that's it because because yeah. i'm sure at night when everything lights up that takes it to a whole nother level and i mean that's just that's just that eye that i don't think i i know i don't have that eye uh <laughs> to take that in there but i mean it's, it's not like after well aftermarket parts it fits that's the point yeah. I'm getting at is that that interior, even with the gauges and all that stuff, it's not original. 
but it fits. It it looks at home, and that's the other part. It doesn't look like I just threw a bunch of stuff in there. Your 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 creativity when it came to that, it's it all, it all looks like well, of course that makes sense, mm-hmm. and that's the other part about right. it where it's where it's not just I threw some stuff on it. Yeah. He, he, it he didn't he didn't go to AutoZone and went down there. Mm-hmm. Well, no, well, like a right. little sticking decal, like the, oh, in, right. like the interior. I designed that and built the console and stuff. I did not want my interior guy to make that and it be his. You know, I kind of mm-hmm. like I had an idea of how I wanted that to flow to the back, and and of course he gave me some ideas and things. Here's what you need to do, and you know, so that I can cover it and stuff and make it look really like it does. And yeah, it's it's just come out really wonderful. So you know, yeah. that's the the outside looks looks stock, and that's your homage to that and then but that interior it's yeah. just so beautiful and <clears throat> i guess that that's i guess our biggest compliment to say i wouldn't imagine it looking any different it it looks it looks so appropriate so correct for how you did it yeah and, and then the other thing is the suspension it's all modern suspension so you know back when those cars were built you had to think the interstates weren't they weren't here yet so people mm-hmm. did not drive 80 miles an hour you know that just right you know so to be able to take that car today and, and put it on the interstate and drive it 80 miles an hour and it drives like a brand new car mm-hmm. says a lot for the you know the new yeah. technology yeah. stuff that's out there to be able to update Coil these cars on it or uh i have tubular a-arms over okay. the front and drop yep. spindles this four-wheel disc brakes gotcha. you yep. know yeah <laughs> right and force positive traction now mm-hmm. That wasn't there on that car originally. Gotcha. Sure. And, and, and LS helps out with that. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. It's, it's <laughs> right, pushing right. about 450 horsepower. Yeah, nice. Versus 165, I think, right. was the stock horsepower out of that. Mm-hmm. So, what's your longest patch? Uh, <laughs> well, hypothetically speaking, <laughs> you don't actually do that. Do you? Well, about 50 I, yards. I don't know <laughs> if I've ever really measured it, but it, you know, my wife just shakes her head when she <laughs> when I get on. She goes. Yeah. Like you are never going to grow up. Now but go, she has a big you're grand, exactly doesn't she? Right. Oh, sure. She loves it, right? Absolutely. Well, I tell you the colors. Uh, I was like, you got to help me pick out colors because she is excellent, excellent at kind of making all that stuff blend together, you know. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, she's nice. been a big help with it as well, and and uh, I've got pictures in my build, you know, the book and stuff that I built, and mm-hmm. she's out there helping me tear the car apart and all that, and and that makes it nice when a you know a husband and wife Absolutely. can get together. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and we're going to uh, take a quick moment and ask you to please check out our sponsor, GD Herring. GD Herring provides options on ensuring not only your classic car, but for all of your collectibles. Please check them out at gdherring.com and join us at our new website, theclassiccarcorner.com, where you can access our shows, learn more about us and what we're up to. And what we're up to right now is talking with Mr. Bill Rankin and, and his 56 Nomad. Which yeah. brings me to a question, but go ahead. Yeah. Well, I, I think the question, uh, the, uh, just a comment on that, is that you know when we talk about uh, just just when it comes to the bi- the hobby of car, either car buying, building, it seems to be there's always a family aspect involved in it that yeah. that is involved that enjoys yeah. it, and that that is the nice part about it. You know that you don't meet a a uh, better group of people you go to these swap meets and car shows and you talk to people you get friends you know you meet we've got friends we've picked up in florida now that we we talk to uh, and i'd say mostly my wife talks to them but anyways <laughs> you know we're planning on meeting up again going to sure. this meeting at the street rod nationals mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. like that we go cruising the coast down at, that is a wonderful show down in biloxi too so. oh yeah 
And so I don't know. It's just it's just a one the whole hobby of the group of people that mm-hmm. you meet are just wonderful people. Yep. And we, we hear these same sentiments from all the the people that we've talked to that that go to the car shows that take their cars there. It's all about the people, uh, you know, that's around. They all have the same common interest, and you know, they all enjoy other people's work of art. Yep. It's the community. Yeah. Yeah. And I tell you, even the vendors that are out there, I've had a couple of problems with some bad parts, mm-hmm. and and I'd go talk to them. They say, "No problem, we'll send you a new one." Just you know, that's great. And, and you know, yeah. you they kind of know what you're doing and the kind of person you are, just because of what you're into mm-hmm. and buying those high end parts and stuff. You know, and they're they're really good to work with, and right. it's just nice to nice to be able to you know do that. So. Oh, absolutely. Real quick, uh, the the history of the Nomad. So it was a three year production. Am I thinking correctly? Yeah, there's the, the three main ones: fifty five, fifty six, fifty seven. Yes. So what's the difference between a Nomad and a Bel Air? Would it be just the the number of doors? Am I thinking right there? That's that's yeah. it. Right? Well, they're, they're you know of course they make a two door handyman. Okay. The Nomad had a slanted B pillar post and the lines across the roof, okay. and the chrome on the on the tailgate. Okay, and, and, and I guess you know they didn't make a lot of them. Uh, mm-hmm. And if you think about it, it's not back in those days they were building station wagons for families. Mm-hmm. What family wants a two-door station wagon? Right, right. They, that would be hard to get the kids in the back. And all yeah, that. yeah. yeah. So, sure. so they became uh, worthless for the most part for a long time, and okay. then you get these cars enthusiasts like myself that are building out. You know, they're right. very popular and uh, sought after. And they mm-hmm. demand a high dollar if you go to buy one or sell one. Absolutely. So let us talk about some other cars. I hate to get off the topic of the 56 Nine. <laughs> okay. That's all right. I've been looking forward to this conversation for months. <laughs> but let's let's talk a little bit about some of your other cars that you've had, that you currently have, and some that you've passed on. Well, um, I had a 55 Chevrolet 210 uh, that I bought basically done. Uh, <clears throat> I get up early in the morning, so I'm shopping on eBay, right. and, and there's this orange 55 in Virginia Beach, and uh, he only wants uh, 22 for it, you know. I thought, that thing will go for way more than that. It was just gorgeous, you know. And so I thought, I'd be the first one to bid. <laughs> and, uh, of course, you know, I'm sitting at work, and no one else has ever bid on this thing <laughs> after five or six days. And I, I'm on a, a conference call with a customer, and on my iPhone, I'm sitting here like, <laughs> I go, uh-oh. Oh, <laughs> so I have to go home, and I said, well, I guess I'm going to Virginia <laughs> Beach. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I went, I, we drove, a buddy of mine, we went Thursday night, drove all the way down, picked it up, brought it back. I mean, with, Did we you did, drive it back or trailer it? We trailered it because okay. you just never know. Right. You sure. know. Right. Well, of course, I get into it. First thing happens, it had a four-speed in it, and I took it out and put a, a, a 704 automatic in it because, well, I'm Why an automatic not? guy. Okay. But yeah. I drove it for the with a four-speed for a day, and it kind of went out on me, and I thought, I'm not fixing it. I just put the automatic in it, gotcha. put power steering on it, redid the interior, uh, some upgrades to it, you know. Mm-hmm. And I had it for about uh, 10 years, Okay. sold it. Uh, before that was a 37 Chevy, and that, I really liked that car. It was a nice car. I never had to do hardly anything to it. I just drove it to a lot of shows, to Frog Follies down at Evansville and stuff. It was a lot of fun to drive. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, you get a lot of looks. Uh, before that, I had a 31 uh, Model A. Uh, really nice. The guy that built it. It's just a super guy here in Louisville. 
I bought it without interior in it or anything. So mm. I took it home, pulled the engine out, cleaned it all up, you know, painted it the same color as the car, had the interior put in it. Uh, took it to Carl Casper Car Show. I'm sure you guys remember that. Absolutely. Oh, of course, yes. Everybody loves that oh, guy. Come on, Eric. Come on, Eric. <laughs> he's, a, he's kind of a hero. <laughs> uh, I had plenty of cars in that show. And then before that, I had a 69 Chevelle uh, big block uh, four-speed car convertible. And and I built that car from the ground up. Uh, and it it was really my first build. And I just got in so much trouble without that. I need to get rid of this car. <laughs> I hate it that I, you got rid of that car. Yeah, I did. It, it, uh, Your wife probably hates it, too. She probably yeah. liked the hair going with the top down. Well, I kind of wanted that street rod, you know, and oh, I just okay. kind of got into street rods. And I couldn't afford both at the time. So I just, you know, in room, you know, it takes a lot of room sure. to keep there's always stores. divorce, Bill. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. There's always divorce. Well, no, I'm just you know. kidding. <laughs> family's more important than an automobile. Well, well, yeah, we don't want to promote that. Uh, now, speaking about families here, I, we were speaking a little earlier about how you had one of the uh, one of your Fords that had, had a very unique power plant in it. <laughs> That, that was, was your, the, the Model fit, A. The, oh, the Model yeah, yeah. A. Oh, yeah. Well, you, you know, everybody knows the only way to make a Ford go, fat, you know, run is put a Chevrolet drivetrain <laughs> in it. That's, that's the, I mean, that's a give it. <laughs> that's, uh, that's, that's hilarious. Well, so, I think everybody does that because mm -hmm. the cost of building a Chevrolet 350 is very inexpensive. Love my Ford guys, too. I have friends that have them. Because they just don't know any better, but they have. <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, they. I think a lot of people switch to the put the three fifties in these Fords and stuff because well, they're economical to build, you know. Mm -hmm. yeah. So it makes for a nice ride too, sure. nice okay. dependable hot ride too. So. Yep. <laughs> See the digs keep getting it. dependable. Right. Well, <laughs> that's right. Way more power. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so what kind of awards have you won with any of the cars? I'm sure the Nomad is probably won. Have you, did you win any with any of the other cars? You yeah, yeah. That okay. that '69 Chevelle. Okay. Um, I got a first place trophy, at Carl did Casper. You, did and, you? Yeah, awesome. it was a nice, you know. There you yeah. go. Yeah. And, and and you know, then the second year, I took That's it back right. and I got a second place trophy. I had a Believe it or not, a Ford Mustang beat me out. Oh, <laughs> and, and I yeah. thought, that daggone, he was a trailer queen. I drove mine. You know? oh, right. And I thought, I'm going to sell this car and start doing <laughs> yeah. something. You're no good to me anymore. <laughs> right? That's right. You know, you get beat out of first place. And, and, and you know, it, I had some trophies, but it, I go to these car shows and I don't even, I don't even put my number up there for a, tr I don't even care about that stuff. You know, they just stuff that sits in the corner. And I, mm -hmm. I'd rather be walking around talking to people. Sure friends and yep. people ask about your car and you ask about theirs and you learn a lot of things so that that's the i'd rather build them than drive them so mm -hmm. yeah yep uh, I, I like driving them somebody else can build them just give me the keys and let me hit the road right that's my in my opinion but uh yeah so i so uh, now have you gone to like any of the woodward dream cruises or anything like like that up in Detroit. No, I have not. Okay, gotcha. Uh, yeah, most of most of it's all been local. Most here. of it's been local. Yep. Detroit, uh, Evansville, uh, Bowling Green, you know the Tri Five show down there and stuff. And uh, we're talking about taking it to uh, cruising the coast this year. We oh, thought about it last year, but you know, last year the hurricane went through there and all kind of weather and stuff. And but yeah. The previous guest that we had on here is uh, a founding member of the American Classics Car Club of Southern Indiana. I don't know if you're familiar with that or not, but uh, he's looking at uh, try trying to get him 
more uh, base for for classic cars. So keep that in mind. We'll do that. Yeah, because yeah, uh, just like what everybody's been underscoring here is that you you create this um, support group, let's call it, of of car enthusiasts that you know from Ford to Chevy to Dodge, they all just kind of pat each other's back saying, hey, love your car, great work, keep it up, have fun, share it. And uh, that's a lot of it's – our, it's, our, it's our self-help group. So that way we can all get together with like-minded people that are addicted to cars, and we got to yeah. talk about it and show them. Sure. And he has a car show every uh, – we believe it's the first Friday. We're going to verify this. Mm-hmm. But the first Friday of every month up in Sellersburg at the McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So. And, it, and there's um, some donations to go to the Ronald McDonald House and that kind of stuff, too. So it's always a good deal to support that t- type of uh, yeah. charity for sure. We're so all excited sh- for spring season. Oh, yeah. Gosh, yeah. It's uh, almost another, here. Another yep. month and a half away, yeah, and we're right. here. Unfortunately, right. we're going to get a taste of it this week, and then it's probably going to get cold again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So exactly. I'll, get, I'll be happy for two days, yep. and then yep. we'll get grumpy again. It's, it's, it's Louisville. We get, uh, we get some snow. We get to enjoy the snow for a day and a half, and then it's going to be 50 or 60. Then all gets to be melted away. No, that's right. So it's okay because yep. that means there's more time to get the cars out, get the, get the junk off the mm-hmm. roads so these cars go. Now, yep. do you, will you take your take the Nomad out when the roads are like they are right now, or will you wait until we get yeah. a couple good no, rains? No, 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 get a couple no, good no, rains no. in and get all the roads cleaned uh, up a bit. Uh, right. It's a sunshiny day yeah. car. I'm pretty yes. sure that car has never seen a wet road. No. No. <laughs> I, I can I, just tell you right now the way it looks. It's never seen a wet road. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, you can I mean, eat off the wheel well. I'm not kidding. That car, oh, yeah. John came over to us and said, "Did you go? Did all. you see that Nomad?" And we we're like, "Yes." <laughs> we were already sitting there just drilling. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, of all the cars there, and there was a lot of incredible cars, as there typically is. Uh, there's no question in my mind. If I was a judge, uh, there's no other car that could. Compared to what you put out there, that's awesome. Uh, well, that, I appreciate that. Sure. I mean, yeah. Not just because you're here. I mean that I've been talking no, about that car. He's been talking about this car from that afternoon. That mm-hmm. And yeah, it's like, tonight. yes, I have. And about the other guy that he met that we won't talk about. That mm-hmm. was less than pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> but he had a cool car. Yeah. So. It was a very cool car. But it was. It's interesting because you know when, uh, we were talking about the community, and there's not really too many people are froggy about their car because we. I think it was only one time we've had that one had one person. He's like. Just snooty about their cars, like well, there, there's a few out there. They're out there, <laughs> but, seems, but not many. But it's, yeah. it's, it seems like those ones. They're like people. Yeah, they they're, they're by themselves because they're by themselves. And That's like, right. That's you, right. You've got a beautiful car. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. Well, that, that was a good chat. Enjoy your day, and then you get <laughs> yeah. to go learn about the Nomad, which is beautiful. And we get to hear the history and the time it takes oh, to work sure. on that. And yep. yeah, the story behind the car is right. is really the the biggest issue. The now biggest, I've, got, I've got a benign uh, question. It's very basic, and it's probably some of the silly questions that I always ask our guests. So, when you were getting your driver's license, and most of us would either went through uh, driver's education and yeah, I barely passed. <laughs> <laughs> what did you drive for your driver's test? Oh man, it was my dad's four-door car. Uh it was a Dodge. Mm-hmm. It was around the 66, but I don't remember the exact model of it. That's, that's, that's I just don't right. remember. That's been a few days ago. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's right. right. That's right. <laughs> And I can't imagine it was probably easy to parallel park because the economy cars back then were twenty feet long. Yes, right? uh, it was a it was a big family car. Oh, it was sure. a big right. Uh, yeah, yep, that's right. That's funny. Uh, the three of us took our driver's test. No, did you take yours in a Oldsmobile? No, I didn't. No, in a, in a, in a, my, Jason I, and I took ours in uh, the Delta eighty eight. Yeah, eighty four. 
I, I had big a big, car. I had a big right. long car and I borrowed my aunt's 84 right. Honda Civic. That's right. I could park parallel park two cars <laughs> in, the, in the spot where that thing sat. You kidding me? Yeah, you yeah. probably laughed. Huh? Oh. Yeah, I still drive pretty wild day. A lot of people won't ride t- with me twice. So. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, there you go. Wow. That's right. So what's on the bucket list? What else are you looking or looking well, after? Um, I'm working on this 55 Chevy truck for mm-hmm. my wife. Mm-hmm. And I, ref- I mean, I'm out there looking all the time. And I'm real close to, and it's like, I want to do a 57 uh, Chevy. Okay. You know, and I'm thinking, because I had a 55, I did the 56 Nomad. So I'm thinking a 57 Chevy's next after okay. this, get this truck done. Mm-hmm. But Yep. Yep. But who knows? A two door or four door, probably two door, right? Yeah, yeah. it's a two door. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, <laughs> yeah. gotcha. Yep, yep. Uh, beautiful cars. You know, uh, the fifty fives or the fifty sixes did not have the the fins the f- in the yeah, back. That's right. Fifty seven was when the fins came out. If <laughs> yeah. I remember correctly. And then you had the Dagmars, the bumperettes in the front of it that were pointed. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, just be- it's just a classic car. Yeah. I mean, but, really. But I may go back to a fifty-five. Also, I think I I'm thinking fifty-five with a blower. You know, oh, okay. and, and I'm thinking because that's that's a little bit you right. know up three to hood. So. Yeah, gotcha. So you get to mix a little bit of both of your classic car restoration or rebuilds along with your hot rod rebuilds. Yeah, put it together and you've got this another beast. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Now, which of your cars? Because it sounds like possibly this may be another silly question that you test to see how the torque is on these engines by how long of a patch you might lay down. Is there one car or two cars that were that were very impressive in this aspect, or ones that are like, dude, I could take this thing, I could drive this thing down the Gene Snyder and leave a patch? <laughs> yeah, the the '69 Chevelle. I, you could get sideways in mm-hmm. it really, really quick. I mean, you just you had to let off of it. It just, like I said, it was a 454 big block, and those things produce a lot of torque, low end oh, yeah. torque, you know. And that you could just, I mean, annihilate the wheels off that thing. Yeah. You know, it just tires were cheap back then. <laughs> yeah, I had a, exactly. So was gas. I, I, I had a cop pull me over once in that thing, you know, and um, rightfully so, but you know. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I, I just put a new carburetor on. I thought, I need to get this out here and test it, you know? Yes. And so I'm on Hirschborn Lane, you know, the new part there between uh, Warson uh, Trail and Hirschborn Lane there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm looking out both ways. I go, man, it's, it's clear. Nobody's around, yeah, yeah. you know? And so I lit into it, and here comes the blue uh, lights, you know? Of course. And, of course, I'm telling this I said, look, I just put a new carburetor on. I'm trying to... T- tune it he goes i know what you're doing he says but get it out on the snyder freeway and don't do it here you know what I mean? he says now get out of here you nice. know it was just really i mean he knew i was being safe i wasn't doing yeah. it around you had a red light with cars sitting around and all that but i don't know it's just a lot of fun nice well uh hopefully our paths will cross real soon uh this spring and summer and i am going to hit you up for a ride in that nomad oh sure we'll be glad to. You're, you're gonna have to make my bucket list on that bill i'll That's be right. glad to do that all right. right is there anything else that you'd like to say any quick trivia about any nomads or any of the cars real quick well i just love them all i mean i don't yep. know that there's anything particular I, the the 56 nomad of, of the least of the wagons are my favorite obviously mm-hmm. but i i looked at around here kicked around the tires on a 55 maybe Maybe look at picking up one of those as well. And, there you go. And I'm currently helping a friend of mine build his 55 nice. Nomad. So. See? 
Yeah, that's so, that's what it's all about. Yeah, that's absolutely. That's so cool. It's been fantastic learning yeah. about the the '56 Nomad as well as the '69 Chevelle and your other cars and the stories behind them. It's been enjoyable. Absolutely. Yep. Thank you so much so, for yep. joining us. Yep. Yep. Well, thank yep. you so for having me. Yep. And um, and for our listeners of the podcast, like us on Facebook and Instagram. Subscribe so you are notified of new shows, and please leave us a review. Uh, please check out our new website, www.theclassiccarcorner.com, and check out my new book, Drop Throttle Oversteer, Collecting and Investing in Classic Cars, now available at Amazon. Thank you for listening, and until next time, happy motoring from your friends here at the Classic Car Corner Podcast.